Hi guys, GTV Mansfeld, Certified Nutrition Coach and 365 Life Recovery Group Director. 365 Life Recovery is a program that leads with education and information on nutritional recovery, helping to avoid relapse and replenish your body through nutrition first. So let's get some uh, formalities out of the way here. I have to preface each podcast with the standard medical disclaimer. I'm sure you've heard it that this information is for educational use only and is not a substitute for medical attention, treatment, examination, or advice of existing conditions or a diagnosis and is not intended to provide a clinical diagnosis nor take the place of proper medical advice from a fully qualified medical practitioner. You know, everyone starts somewhere, so welcome to episode one and an introduction to 365 Life Recovery. I think you'll find this podcast over time will really be an essential part of your recovery as we zero in today specifically on a critical vitamin or vitamin, if you're listening in the UK, vitamins. Uh, So much fun to say. But there's so much to cover really in the area of nutritional recovery and in time to come over the podcast, you know, we're going to cover a lot of ground that will help you with information and also help you practically. Now, I have participated in various types of groups, and they have their place for the steps. Each one has some sort of process or steps. And also, they give you sort of a fellowship. You know, you meet some people, you get some emotional recovery, which is an important area. Nutrition is, I wouldn't say that it's overlooked, But it's really just not their role in those groups because the information on nutritional recovery is pervasive. It's not as accessible for just a summary of importance. So many group participants rely on someone like me or, you know, sort of to teach them how nutrition plays a role in their complete recovery. So you'll find the 365 Recovery Group, maybe coaches are partnering with recovery centers and groups like AA. There's others like Regen, I think it's one Celebrate Recovery is popular, to help coach individuals to learn how to begin uh, their nutrition first recovery, because this is very important to the overall process. I want to kick off the series uh, by talking about the B's. And that is the B vitamins and really their importance to the functions of your nervous system and why alcohol consumption has really obliterated them to dangerous levels. Now, there are eight B vitamins and really, honestly, I don't know where the count from Sesame Street was when they were handing out the assignments to the B vitamins because it's weird, right? I mean, you think they're 12 because you end up at B12 But no, (laughs) you probably have heard the B-complex vitamin, right, which tries to give an attempt to give you all of these B vitamins at once. And you may have even heard about some friends with hangovers or maybe you yourself who ran and got a B12 shot, right? I even saw an entire store in the mall one time that only administered B12 shots. I mean, the whole store. And I went in just to check it out, and there's this... Just this one chick up there, and that's it. Nobody's in the store, but it's pretty. But anyway, really the shot, I mean, there's some debate on its effectiveness, and it certainly takes a number of years even to deplete B12 due to the fact that it's stored in the liver for a really long time. 
someone who doesn't consume things like um, maybe, I don't know, copious amounts of alcohol or don't already have inhibited or uh, damaged liver from other conditions, generally they won't need a B12 shot after a night of overindulgence, but it really makes for some good marketing and exploitive marketing, just like alcohol markets, the great life that you're going to have, the volleyball, the beach, the girls, the guys, because of the consumption of alcohol. And I guess I'm one of the few that uh, didn't work out quite that way in life for me. I don't know. Maybe that's you too. Well, there's no better place to start than number one, B1, affectionately known as thymine. Now, first of all, unlike B12, this has a really short life um, and it's not really stored in the liver, maybe at tiny amounts, but so small it doesn't even matter. So it really requires you to eat the foods that contain B1 and thymine every single day. And the recommended daily intake is really not that much if you think about it, it's 1.2 milligrams. But when you've depleted B1 um, on a daily, the issue you need to amp up your intake significantly. And depending on the issues you're having, it could be months to get back to good. Now, the case isn't that, you know, I mentioned that it's not stored. So when you think about depletion, you're thinking, why do I have to, why can't I just start taking the right amount? Well, we'll get to that, but basically it's your gut and the condition it's in right now. So it doesn't matter how much you take. Now, how dangerous is B1 deficiency? Well, how does brain damage sound? I mean, maybe you've heard of this thing, a wet brain you know, maybe in some old movies, he's got the wet brain. Uh, that's, that's the layman's term, but it's, I'm really going to butcher this name. So uh, no comments, please. But it's called Wernick-Korsakoff syndrome. Sounds really official. But this is the worst condition from a thymine deficiency you can get. I mean, in many cases, there's really no coming back from it once the severity reaches a certain level. Now, if you're hearing me fine and you're not totally confused and you know where you're at, and your legs aren't twitching, and your eyes aren't drooping, and you're not in a coma, then most likely uh, you're not there yet. You're not on the wet brain, right? But keep that on the back burner of things that should scare the ethanol out of you, okay? Because that's pretty serious. But one stop along the way, before you get to the town of wet brain, or where Nikki Korsakoff syndrome is a fun little place called Berry Berry. Sounds tropical, like a paradise, right? Maybe there is volleyball going on there, but it's anything but pleasurable. Although maybe sipping too many margaritas on the beach may have brought you here, or even free drinks on the plane en route to Berry Berry. I must confess that I was on that plane, really, to this exotic wonderland at a time in my life, but fortunately I jumped. Uh, just on the outskirts is where I landed. But beriberi is due again to B1 deficiency, and it's a precursor to wet brain. Also, it's the first indication you need to get off the plane. You need to jump with that parachute, right? But if you choose not to, beriberi will affect your nervous system and your cardiovascular system. So you really have a double with beriberi. It makes a wet beriberi and dry beriberi with a twist of Shoshin, and we'll get into that garnish in another podcast, because I did hear about Shoshin, but I really have to study that a little bit more. But for now, simplified, wet berry berry is the heart in cardio. You know, when you think of wet berry berry, think heart, think blood. You know, blood is wet, 
The other beriberi is dry, and it's the nervous system. It's the dry that eventually gets you to wet brain, which is odd. You would think it's the other way around. However, um, the wet beriberi can really kill you first through the cardiovascular shock that you can experience. So the first thing you may experience when you are entering the town of beriberi is really a tingling sensation in the fingers and toes, maybe painful and hard to walk at times, especially in the morning. Now, this is um, what they call alcohol-induced peripheral neuropathy. We're going to call it PN for short. And basically, it's nerve damage. There are generally the nerves... Uh, these are generally the nerves damaged outside of the brain because ethanol is a neurotoxin. It crushes neurotransmitters and... PN is felt in the fingers and toes. Now, the good news in this context, uh, if there is some, is that if it's caught early, it's treatable. And you may even have full recovery through some protocols. Now, I went through PN, uh, not really severe. I don't, I don't think it was severe. I don't have comparisons. But I noticed that recovery was quick earlier in ethanol challenge. But if I went back to drinking, each time I stopped, it took longer and longer to reverse PN. So I definitely dare never to challenge that again. So concerning PN, B1 is vital to repair of the nerves. Quick story now, back in my drinking days, I would frequent a bar on the beach where I would always see this guy. Now, uh, his name escapes me. I'll call him Jim for the sake of the story. And he would stroll into this bar in his electric caddy pimped out wheelchair, uh, which was really slick and you know modern, but he didn't have a foot. So I would, I would take the foot any day. But now he would say he was homeless and all of this, and I didn't understand that. I mean, he looked maybe like he could have been homeless, but the chair you know, and that the government paid for everything because he was a vet. And uh, who knows? I mean, he always had money to buy beers at the bar for everybody. He would always do that. So I would chop it up with him from time to time, you know, for the beer. And uh, eventually I asked him, hey, dude, what happened to your foot? Now, he was a veteran, so I figured out I was in store for some sort of great war story. Um, but he just pointed to the big boy Paps Blue Ribbon beer and explained why, of course, it was the negligence of the doctors who couldn't save his foot. But uh, really, we know it was the alcohol and the related neuropathy, the nerve damage had gotten to such a point that they had to amputate. Now that, you would think that would scare the crap out of me. But uh, no, I just continued to hear the story. And I would think about that every once in a while. Yeah, do I want to end up like Jim? But, that, you know, that will never happen to us, right? Because at this point, I had already begun to feel the effects of neuropathy on my toes. And I, at the time, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know what was causing it. And I, I couldn't make the relationship. But anyway. So how did we get here? How did you get here with the B1 escaping you on the daily or not even entering your bloodstream? And we all know it's the drinking for us. Now, if... If the story of Jim didn't scare me, then most likely you're just going to whatever. It's not scaring you at the time, but it but it really should. And Jim lost his foot. This is, this is why I educated myself. What is it that's causing this? Why did he lose his foot? Uh, just like you're educating yourself right now. So, so you got here because of ethanol. And number one, ethanol is poison. It's ethanol. Start calling it that. It's chemical. 
a chemical. Chemical ethanol is used as an industrial agent, a solvent, um, a gasoline additive. In fact, I once owned a van that was marked as a flex vehicle, meaning it can run on gasoline or ethanol mix. So for more industrial uses, let's see the manufacturing of plastics, lacquers, polishes, and even some makeup and cosmetics. So it, it sounds like ethanol can be used in making beautiful things, but uh, certainly not a beautiful functioning body. In fact, if you shop for this, I don't know if it's a brand or what they call it. It's sort of foreign. It's called Spiritus, S-P-I-R-Y-T-U-S, for those Googlers. It's 95 to 96% ethanol. And you know what else is golden grain and ever clear that you heard those high school stories about your friends drinking that stuff? Neat or straight? No mixers, as they would say. Well, if you Google that, you'll also see next to it in the little shopping section of the Google search, a chemical gallon jug full of it, full of ethanol. And you can buy it you know, for your chemical use needs as well as your drinking needs. They're both exactly the same, 192 proof in either case. Now, I didn't do any beer math on it, so I don't know if it's cheaper. But anyway, number two, alcohol or ethanol and its effects on your digestive system. And this is really where nutritional recovery is important and the absorption of B1. Now, specifically, is the inflammation that ethanol causes in the gut. It really inhibits the absorption into the bloodstream. So even like before I was talking, if you take copious amounts of B1 supplements orally, it's not going to be much help if you haven't started to repair your gut simply by not drinking anymore. And number three, ethanol forces you to eat crap, right? It really does. I mean, it's a real thing, right? The late night trips to Taco Hell or to White Castle or Crystal or whatever's open, right? This is where I discover nutritional recovery and how important to sobriety this is because it all starts in the one place that ethanol has attacked the most, and that's your gut. Now, incidentally, this is also the place we're going to start in recovery because every single essential vitamin, mineral, eventually neurotransmitters, how they're created, um, are affected in your gut, so everything you need for physical and mental health and recovery starts in your belly. Now, that's where we can fix it. Now, even some of the psychological cravings that may cause remission is affected. Now, it starts in the guts, and it will come out good or bad, happy or sad. Uh, that's an Al Green reference, for those who didn't know, if you can name the song. Or Google it. Anywho, as you can imagine or maybe have lived it, that when you drink, when you drink a lot, either you don't eat at all because you just don't feel hungry or you don't want to waste valuable time drink, you know, not drinking. You just drink and you're bloated and you have no appetite, plus your tummy's always upset. You're popping in acids. Uh, there's no B1. Or you eat fast food, processed foods, a lot of carbs. I mean, a lot of carbs. You would think that'd be good for you, the carbs, because B1 and thymine is really the, the vitamin that assists carbohydrate conversion to energy to the brain and the nervous system. But overconsumption of carbs and ethanol, I mean, your gut is so inflamed. 
it's not processing nothing right. It's going to process the poison in your liver before your carbs are even touched. So you're just going to store those. So there's no B1 to produce the necessary eventual neurological and muscular functions of your body. So you're going to get leg cramps, neuropathy, more nervous system conditions, and not to mention you're going to you're going to be fat or in some cases you do get really skinny, but that's another condition. Now, here's the thing. If you do eat and say you have one night, you're going to have a fried ch- chicken sandwich and cheese and you want to be healthy, so you get the little, you're going fast food, of course, so you're getting the little side of healthy apples, right? Well, the B1 content of that meal is zero, not a Nan 1 B1, right? Not one. So it's essential also that you start to educate yourself on what do you need to be eating to satisfy some of the conditions that are going on with you because of drinking. So again, an important side note here, if you haven't yet stopped drinking, then supplementing your B1 is really not going to help you that much. And that's because the issue is your absorption of B1 in the gut. So remember, once you eat it, you're going to pee it. That's a, that's not a t-shirt, is it? I don't think so. That's, once you eat it, you're going to pee it. <laughs> no. Well, the exception is you know, they give it intravenously. So you may have had done this before. Like if you went to a trip to the hospital to get detoxed, then yeah, it's going to go directly into the bloodstream bypassing the digestive system altogether. So this really allows your body to use it. So there may be, if you say, hey, nurse, what's in that drip? She's going to tell you it's uh, something for dehydration and some thymine, most definitely. So quite often along with getting you rehydrated and detox, they give you the B protocols. But you don't want to spend your life running from hospital to hospital for medical treatments available to you naturally through nutritional recovery. So we can fix all this. I certainly hope, uh, listen, you got a lot from this brief conversation that we had and you're on the road already to recovery. And maybe we can get you on there nutritionally and maybe I convince you to jump that ethanol ship or plane or whatever you're on. Um, before you get to some of those places. As always, if you need me for maybe some more intense one-on-one day-to-day 365 life recovery coaching, just visit the website at 365recovery.life and you can sign up for just a quick brief call there. No no obligation, no conditions. It's 365recovery.life for more information. Join a few of the social media groups too so you can get some information And if you need immediate attention, reach out to the National Council on Alcoholism and Drug Dependence, or NCADD, at 1-800-622-2255. Again, 800-622-2255. And they can really place you uh, with some local helpful resources. Next time on the 365 Life Recovery Group podcast, I'm going to chat something controversial about why my name is GTV Mansfield and I am not an alcoholic. So join me next time and don't just hear me, listen. Listen.